Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's six o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 1st of February. Today is US Federal Reserve Decision Day, with markets expecting a quarter-point increase in interest rates. Fed Chair Powell's relentless cry of hike, hike, hike is still being chanted, almost on autopilot. But the conviction with which it is being chanted has declined. We still do not know what Powell's philosophy is with monetary policy. Powell has never explained what it is rate hikes are expected to do in the US economy. But with slowing economic activity increasingly apparent and inflation indicators dropping, the Fed is right to slow tightening. In reality, the Fed would be right to stop tightening to assess just how much damage it's already done, but that is unlikely to happen. Attention will inevitably focus on the press conference, where the rhetoric is likely to remain quite hawkish. This reflects the fact that the June policy errors from Powell tore up forward guidance, and belatedly, the Fed chair has realised that forward guidance might be quite a good thing. That has led to ever more shrill protestations that the Fed really, really means it when it says it's going to guide on the policy outlook, which markets, sensibly, are ever more inclined to discount because why trust forward guidance from the Powell Fed? We also get the release of the JOLTS labour market data. This is important because while the drop in US consumer price inflation may stop the Federal Reserve from hiking, it will probably take a cooling of labour market signals to get the Fed to eventually start reversing its policy overshoot with rate cuts. However, there are some very important points about the JOLTS data. The first is that this is a survey very few firms participate in. The response rate for the survey has completely collapsed, making the quality of the data dubious at best. Second, job vacancies data, which is what tends to be the focus, does not record job vacancies. It records the number of externally advertised job vacancies, and pre-pandemic, this was little more than half the total number of job vacancies. Why does that matter? Because it means that a reasonable part of the rising job vacancy rate is not due to companies struggling to find workers, but instead is due to people moving between companies. That churn in the labour market is now slowing. In the glittering wonder that is the euro, we'll be getting the release of euro area January consumer price inflation. This is expected to slow in year-on-year terms. The Dutch numbers have already been released today and showed significant declines in the inflation rate. Only four banks contribute to the Dutch consumer price inflation consensus forecast calculation, so the consensus is a pretty meaningless concept there. The euro area rate is, of course, something that the ECB will follow, but the markets have already had their fix of inflation data with the various national numbers, and so that blunts the impact of today's release. The UK's British Retail Consortium shop price index rose with record food price increases for fresh food in stores. The United Nations FAO food price index fell over the past year, and in the UK, farm gate prices are either falling 
or rising substantially less than the price of food in stores for the most part. Wages in the food manufacturing and retail sectors are rising by significantly less than half food price inflation. This looks very much like profit-led rather than cost-push inflation overall. We'll also be getting some business sentiment opinion polls published today in Europe and the US, which will likely reflect the relative news flow. Sentiment in the euro area has bounced back from lows on a warmer winter, but the news flow in the States did not have the same degree of earlier pessimism, and it doesn't therefore have the subsequent rebound. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.